Welcome to the Suit to Sneakers podcast, a place where we ditch the corporate life for the entrepreneurial adventure. I'm your host, Aaron Bins, business coach and client-centered strategies expert. I'm a straight shooter with a big dose of kindness, and I can't wait for you to write your next chapter. Together, we will discover how to take care of your clients that will bring you more wealth than you ever imagined, how to go for what you really want, and how to get through those ups and downs of being your own boss. There will be real conversations on how to build your dream business, make more money than you ever expected, how to take on those scary risks, and how to exceed your clients' expectations so they become raving fans and repeat clients, aka you don't have to worry about where your next client is coming from, all the while aligning yourself with what you really want without taking yourself too seriously. Oh, and there will be a dash of motherhood tidbits in there because, let's be honest, the juggle is real. Let's hang up that blazer and put on your favorite pair of sneakers instead of wearing those shoes you know don't fit anymore. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm going to get right into it with a staggering statistic. Did you know that it costs five times more to acquire a new client than it does to retain an existing one? And I want you to think about this in terms of cost. It's not just money, it's your time. And time, we all know, is one of the main currencies of the world that we all want more of. So it's crazy, right? Like it costs five times more, like financially five times more, energetically, time-wise. It's crazy, right? You know, if you actually increased your client retention by 5%, you could increase your profits between 25 to 95%. Crazy, crazy. But for some reason... And uh, listen, it's happened to me too. So this is never from a place of like nanana boo boo. It's like I've learned over the years, over the past 20 years. Like I'm not just talking about entrepreneurial. I'm talking about my corporate life when I used to handle like a $10 million um, budget uh, quota for the year, which I always made because I focused on the clients and strategies and a whole bunch of this stuff. That's for another podcast. But clients go bananas and they love to buy and refer from people they know, like, and trust. So why is it that when we um, have a client, we get all excited, like the Energizer bunny, like, oh, yeah, so cool. I have a new client. Then you fulfill on your client's needs and then you never call them again. So I want you to know if you're listening to this, guys, you are leaving money on the table. And the reason why, the first reason is, is that you fulfill on your service. So you're happy, you get the client, they pay in full, you close the file, then you move on to the next one. And you don't have a system in place to nurture that client going forward. And sometimes you don't want to work with that client again. Totally fine. Don't put them in the nurture sequence, right? But then you hear that client has, you know, you hear down the line that they decided to work with somebody else instead of you. And you're thinking, oh, my God, what did they do? What? What? No, but I did. I I fulfilled all my service. Why wouldn't they call me again? And it, it is really because you haven't stayed connected to them. And it's not 90% of the time is not going to be because you didn't fulfill on what you were said you were going to do. But 
it's that the client didn't feel appreciated or stay connected to them. And the reason I know is like, it's, it's happened to me too. Like, I think I've told the story here of, um, the one time that actually was a big lesson for me is that, and this wasn't even like, they hadn't even signed, signed the deal yet. So that's a whole different story, but I had gone over a good friend of mine. They wanted to, um, they were thinking about moving out West in a couple of months, in a few, like maybe next year, like it wasn't imminent. Right. And I went over, I brought lunch and it was very casual conversation. And it was very, um, I wasn't like hardcore selling, which is not my vibe, but at the same time, I could have been way more direct. I was sort of like, well, you could do this to the house and this, da, 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 da. anyways. And then of course, like I didn't, call you know follow up right away because it was they weren't planning on moving for like a year so like why would I you know call them like next month right anyways to make a long story short I drove by her house and there was a for sale sign on it this was back in my real estate days there's a for sale sign and I was devastated I was mad at myself. My instinct was at first I was mad at her for choosing to work with somebody else. Um, but I was mad at myself for not following up and not being more direct. And um, it was like, I didn't have her in a nurture sequence. I didn't like, it wasn't, she wasn't on my, you know, my email list. I didn't, you know, follow up with her. I wasn't direct. Anyways, take that story and apply it to even somebody that you had worked with. You could have sold somebody their house and then actually they get a a job transfer two years later, but you never thought that they they they're going to live in this dream house the rest of their life, but you didn't stay in touch with them. So then they went and used their neighbor's um, realtor who just happened to be walking by or or, or is connected with them. And then they're like, well, I haven't heard from my other agent in a long time. So I never called them. That's what I mean when we don't stay in touch with them. And it happens in every business. But what I'm telling you is when we um, when we stay connected to our clients on a regular basis, offering them value, doesn't mean you're calling them and selling them all the time, which leads me to my next point. So reason number two is it's been so long that from the last time you reached out to them, like you're embarrassed. You don't want to reach out to them in the past because you feel like it's just been way too long. And I get it. Like it happens all the time. And when I worked with one of my lawyer clients, it had been six years since she had connected to um, a past client. Lots of stuff happened. She had a baby and, you know, life and all the stuff. And I said, that's okay. Like just call out the elephant in the room when you reach out to them. But the, the, the key here is to have a plan going forward so that that doesn't happen again. Because the worst thing that can happen is you reach out to them like, oh, I'm so sorry, I haven't been in touch and blah, blah, blah. And then and then you'll say, you'll be hearing more from me. And like, then they never hear from you, right? That's even worse, right? Because it does happen. You get all like, oh, I'm going to reach out to all my clients. And then it happens again, right? So I promise you that it's not weird. You just need to acknowledge it, offer some value you know, have a plan moving forward and just like, don't let it happen again. Right. But if you need a system to help all that, that's, it's coming. We'll talk about that. And the last reason, one of the last reasons is the reason why your 
trying to find spending all this time trying to find new clients instead of cultivating ones, uh, which we all need new clients, right? But to cultivate in your past, um, your database, your network, is that you feel like selling feels icky because you're only reaching out to them when you need something, right? That's again, it's going back to like making it all about us when we need to make it about the client. What value can we add to the clients? And you feel like the only time you're reaching out to them is to sell them something. And you're not developing long, meaningful relationships because you're thinking of yourself instead of the partnership between you and your client. And this can be fixed with a few tweaks. It doesn't mean you have to be best friends with everybody, right? But people have to feel valued and they have to feel like they're appreciated. And your like, what if your relationships with your clients actually got to be meaningful and profitable at the same time? Like, that's the best of both worlds, right? So one, you have to go and find new clients, of course. But what if all of the clients that you've worked with in the past actually get to be repeat clients and you get to build your business that way where 80% of your revenue can come from 20% of your clients? What if you can have like referrals on the daily? Like every time you open up your email, there's another referral. Awesome, right? Like, what if you could have a business that you're really proud of or a practice that you're really proud of? Like that you know that the way in which you operate your business and that the service you provide is second to none. Like it is the best. That you felt so deeply about that instead of having kind of holes here and there and people slipping through the cracks and kind of always playing catch up, right? And what if you could have like more than enough money than you ever thought you could to build your dream life and have more time to spend with your your family, your friends, or whatever you want to do for yourself and having that predictability as to where your next clients are coming from? Like, what if it looked like like you were the leadership? You were leadership. So you were the leader in your industry and you were the one that other people in the industry came to to ask for advice. You are the one who clients wouldn't even come to because they wouldn't even think about going to somebody else. And like, what if you could have like the most amazing systems and processes that actually worked and that you actually loved? Like I have a lot of processes that I, and, and the way in which I time block my time that I love doing. Didn't always love it, but it's because they work now that I love to do them. And like, what if it looked like you got to take Fridays and weekends off and hiring staff because you need to now and you get to, you know, empower them to take care of your clients as well? Like, what if you didn't have to miss your kiddos concert or game or actually get to take them on a field trip, which I get to do this Thursday? I'm so excited, you know, and you could increase your revenue without putting in more hours. And this predictable pipeline, which I keep talking about. And what if you get to concentrate on your craft instead of all these annoying admin tasks that you hate? <laughs> or that sales, you had a different context around sales, that sales actually got to be fun and relationship driven instead of numbers driven, which sales, of course, we need our numbers, right? But if you looked at it from a relationship standpoint, instead of a bank account statement. 
And what if you actually get to do things your way instead of the way in which it happens in your industry? Just because everybody in your industry does it one way doesn't mean that that's the only way or that works for you. When I was in, when I first started in real estate, everybody was talking about door knocking and cold calling. Everyone. That's the only strategy that was told to do. And of course, like call people in your network, but the focus was always door knocking and cold calling. Like I wanted to die. Right. And when I started, when I said no to that, I actually remember physically saying no to this. I'm like, I'm not doing it this way. I'm focusing on my relationships. I'm focusing on the people I know and asking for referrals and all this stuff. Guys, I went from selling one house to 10 in one year. And it was all from people I knew, all except for one that I had met at an open house. And that's because I focused on what I'm good at and what means the most to me. I had a block against going, I do not want to cold call and door knock, but there's lots of people who have built their business that way. And that's great. But if that's not what you want to do, then come into my world and I'm going to show you how. So there's always four ways in which we can work together in your business on, on really um, bringing this back to not having you cost you five times more to find a new client than an existing one. So one is you might just need a strategy session and that's 90 minutes and it's sort of done and dusted, but I'll look in your business and I will give you simple strategies that are going to have you um, get reconnected to your business. And like, oh, I always hear all the time, oh, Erin, I never thought of that. What a good idea. Yes. I always get so many awesome ideas that I implement and I think of you when I um, talk to you. So that's one session. Then there are a done with you and a done for you service. So the done with you is the wealth connector. That's where we do a deep dive into your business. And then we meet four times. But in between those times is where you go back and implement strategies into your business. Then you come back, we talk about it. And I'm really there as your like accountability partner in it and helping you move through through your business with that. And at the end of it, you really have a totally different outlook on your business, um, some new simple strategies and tweaks and processes to put into place. And then the other one is a done for you service. So this is the client code method. This is where we, I do it all for you. So it's like, you don't have the time. You don't actually want to do it, but you know that it's essential for your business. So this is where we look at your onboarding, your offboarding, your nurture sequence, your branding, your, um, we do an audit of your business. The whole kit and caboodle is, um, really where this is going to make a difference for your business. And then the last, um, area where we can work together is if you really need to change your mindset and the strategy portion of your business. So that's where we work one-on-one in your business for either three to six months. If you want to have a relationship with somebody to hold you to account over the next few months and get you to like moving, get the train out of the station is really where um, that is super beneficial. So if you're not sure of where the best place to work together is, send me a DM. We can have a conversation, Um, but I want nothing more for women to have more time to themselves to have 
honking bank accounts that they're super proud of and that they get to really be super present with their families and with their loved ones. And I know that that is not happening right now. Uh, so I am, I just, I'm so excited for all of this. So if you're ready to walk in to the second quarter with a different perspective, a different outlook, doing things differently. You know, I recently um, have am working with a trainer and nutritionist and I'm doing things differently at home. I'm trying to change up my routine because my routine was getting a bit flat and it wasn't serving me anymore. It's no different in your business. So if this is resonating with you, you guys can find me, you know, at hello at aaronbins.com or send me a DM on Instagram at Aaron Bins. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing day and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Suit to Sneakers podcast. I created this space because I know it would have helped me when I was making big decisions in my business. I've shared here how to grow and scale your business quickly and with ease and without that struggle you see online with that entrepreneurial journey. Hearing what is possible, the big vision, and those practical tips all rolled into one space would have made a massive difference for me when I started and when I was ready to level up as I've done over and over again in my business. I've truly found my voice on this podcast and I'm so grateful you are here tuning in every week. Listen, I'm going to ask you for a few things. If you know someone who could use this episode in their life, I'd love for you to send it along. And please don't forget to share and tag this in your Instagram stories. If you could also five-star rate and review this podcast, I would be so grateful. This helps us get the podcast out there to more people. And the more people who hear this, who are building their dream business and who are sporting their favorite sneakers, the happier the world would be. We need more women living on purpose and who are making incredible income, doing what they love and making a difference in their lives and in others.